Good actual morning. Actual morning. Fuck, In the 10 a.m. realm. Uh, can you hear us? Does everything sound okay? Bibi was doing some mic check stuff, but I was distracted, so I'm, I'm assuming everything is good. Uh, we've had all sorts of things moving around in this studio, in whole offices and things, so it's all, it's all, it's all okay. Are we all okay? Um, also, I think Bibi, I owe you a crisp high five. What for? Boom, crisp. Uh, because Bibi said. What, do you know what? We're going live at 10 a.m. What is the bet? And he said this about an hour ago. We'll be going live at 10 a.m. ish. What is the bet that someone in the chat says, guessing Graham's not in today? <laughs> and then roll up, gagad. Ha ha! <laughs> this close to 10 a.m., I'm guessing there's no Graham then. Uh, yeah. No, it was actually, I was supposed to be getting ready for something in 15 minutes' time, and that is now cancelled. So, yes. yeah, work actually stepped out of the way for a change rather than just stepping into the way. So, so that's, that's why. We could have been live like 25 minutes, half an hour ago, but your laptop decided to kill itself. Yeah. So, um, I, don't, so. I, I don't have it here. So there's an extra power pack. You probably can't notice because it blends in, but there's an extra power pack there because that is my desk dock for my laptop. So when I go upstairs, everything plugs into that usually, my USBs, Ethernet cables, and so on. And I have a charger that I bring with me. My charger just decided it's not playing ball today. So I'm sat here going, why the fuck? So I had to go upstairs and unplug the shit out of everything <laughs> in my desk. So now my desk is, is ripped apart so that I can have this here. So, yeah, we'd have actually been good to go pre-half 10. Absolutely. Woo! Absolutely. But even still, right now, 10 a.m.-ish. Take that. Fucking yeah. He's yeah. there. Yeah. If you're in the chat, please do feel free to get involved. If you don't know who we are, if you don't know what this is, then where the hell have you been? This is like nearly 600 shows. Are we, are we past 600 no, now? No, close. I think it's like five, nine, six, maybe. <sighs> So by the end of the week, in fact, while well, you're going through the normal spiel, I will let you know exactly how many shows we've done. Nice. So approaching 600, maybe we'll get you this stat, but we are delivering the 500 and summeth episode of The Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast, if you don't. Uh, if we do say so ourselves, not don't we do? If you don't know who we are, as you can see on screen, my name is Graham. This is Bib. We are Ice Cream Uploads, and this is the Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast. We will bring you the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games over the next hour or so. We will then give you our thoughts and impressions on those stories, but we want to hear your thoughts and impressions, and then your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. So if you're in the chat, please do feel free to get involved. And it's important that you do because we are live right now at 10 a.m. ish actually, uh, on <laughs> twitch.tv forward slash Ice Cream Uploads. But the live stream is turned into a podcast, a video on YouTube, and an audio podcast on iTunes, and Spotify, and SoundCloud, and Google Play. So there's lots of places where over 130,000 people have watched and listened to this podcast on demand in, I want to say 500 and some episodes, but... But, Bib, do we know exactly how many episodes we're in? This is 595. 595. Oh, this time next week... Rodders would be millionaires. <laughs> this time next week, we'll be on 600. Ooh. Yeah. Spicy me to boil. Um, so, yeah, if you are in the chat, please do feel free to get involved. As mentioned, we do turn it into a podcast. 130,000 people have listened to that. But before we jump into anything else, I want to remind you of a couple of things. Exclamation mark loot drop usually gives you the details of the upcoming loot drop. Well, not today. Exclamation mark loot drop. Um, I mean, it'll give you some details, but it's not upcoming. It's past. It's yesterday's. Uh, so we have a loot drop to do, and we'll be doing that for you this morning. And as that is happening, I'm seeing 
Nietzsche yeah. is a bike seat sniffer. He is a bike seat sniffer. Uh, Confirmed. And that's 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 all I want to add. Nietzsche is a bike seat sniffer. There we go. Nice, nice. No, no. Nietzsche has just subbed. I've lost. We don't have uh, feeds and stuff. There we go. Oh, it's, his, it's his Twitch baby. I'm gonna be a dad. <laughs> He's gonna be a dad. Okay, da. Nine months. I love you. I love you. Nice one. Thank you very much. What a start. Nine months in. Well, well Nietzsche's name uh, was already on the wheel, I imagine. But if anyone wants to drop a sub today, it's a bit too late. Not for next month, but it is for this month. This month's loot drop draw is taking place now. We're going to do it now for you on the stream. So if I open up mm -hmm. this... Nietzsche confirmed was already in. Um, so all of these names were exported yesterday. Bibby did send me the list over yesterday, but I was busy and then Bibby was going to do it and then Bibby was busy. So we thought, do you know what? We'll just do it live on the stream anyway. We've got the export of all the people that were subs yesterday. Uh, so everyone that was a sub... Uh, at the time of the export yesterday, is in the list, ready to have uh, the loot drop draw. This is for either a copy of Mario Strikers uh, on the Switch, or if you've not got a Switch uh, or you're not interested in Mario Strikers, we'll get you somewhere else instead, another game of your choice. Obviously, standard editions, none of this full-fledged £250 special edition Super Crate versions of the case and stuff. We'll, we'll chat, we'll chat. There are T's and C's to it, but one person will bag themselves a prize. Everyone that has subscribed over the last month and was a sub yesterday is in the draw. Um, none of this stuff that we used to do. For, so people that may have been around for a while, <clears> haven't been in for a while, it used to be a case of if you're a sub and you're in the Discord, but then Discord and Twitch weren't quite speaking to each other, so some people that shouldn't have been in there weren't yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Whereas that is a hard export from Twitch, thrown out into an Excel spreadsheet and then just chucked in there mm -hmm. so it is, oh, it is just for just for just i see viv is saying that the audio was a little bit tinny i have tried to sort that out on the fly those were the people that were saying that it was crispy as well so i've just tweaked it slightly i'm not gonna start fucking about with everything like when we're live on a show i don't think that will be great um it sounded okay in that it when i had them on might so. be that i'm too loud i'm projecting <clears throat> over maybe. your microphone maybe who knows um but for the purpose of everyone that's watching, I'm going to keep on shuffling this. Shuffle, shuffle, bop, shuffle, bop, shuffle. Bop, bop, bop. As you can see, there has been no results. We have not we have not pulled out a winner yet. Uh, I'm going to keep on shuffling. There so we go. this is for the June loot drop on Ice Cream Uploads. We appreciate everyone that has been a sub to the stream, whether it was a gifted sub or whether you paid for it yourself, we mm -hmm. appreciate it. Or whether it was a prime, whatever. Every sub helps support us, so we appreciate the support. And now it's our turn to support you. So let's spin the wheel. Let's spin it. Let's spin it. We can confirm that the June winner of the loot drop is... Ooh. Is... Oh, is Steel Platter. Steel, Steel Platter. There we go. Nice. Nice. Fantastic. Uh, Tisbat says me. <laughs> <laughs> not this time. Was you anywhere close? Probably not. Uh, if you click close, you should be able to... Uh, Nowhere near. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. Not even in the vicinity. Not even on the same side, I don't think. Cream team no. was millimetres away. Yeah, it was. Uh, a pixel. A couple of pixels. Steel yep. Plater, congratulations. I don't know if you're in the stream. You have been in over the last few days, though. The last couple of weeks. I'm Steel Plater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Full Plater. Yes. And then Empty Plater, a little mm. bit later on. But uh, yeah, there you go. That is the loot drop draw for June. Steel Plater, thank you very much. We will get in touch with you. Uh, but well, we'll post in the Discord. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I'm Steel Plater. Okay, so we'll post in the Discord. If you're in the Discord, Steel Plater, get in touch. If not, you've got 48 hours to yep. get in touch. This, this is see, this is where it gets interesting because I'm not sure who, if anyone likes. I don't see Steel Plater in other people's streams. Maybe I do. Maybe I've not noticed. Um, so I don't know whether other people know. Usually, you'll get someone go, "Oi, 
Yeah, you've won some shit. Get uh, over there. But Steel Plate is not a regular regular, so yeah. there's a good chance Steel Plate might miss this. So keep your eyes on it. We will we will let you know in 48 hours. So 48 hours Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 10 a.m. ish. Mm-hmm. We'll let you know on that. That, that's Absolutely. from the studio. You see, this is where it, uh, where muting particular servers might be uh, coming against you. Because obviously, you don't want to be looking at your phone and be 7,000 messages from various discords. A lot of people mute them, but this could go against you. It might not be in your favour this time. That's, the, I mean, that's the reason why a lot of people may have muted the ICU server in the early days because we used to go live with at everyone mentions, yeah. and naturally, we about a year ago, maybe maybe even longer, said we understand that could be quite annoying. So we changed it to be you can get alerts if you want them, mm-hmm. um, just off this channel kind of thing. Fine, fine. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, if you were in our Discord, we don't do unnecessary at everyone mentions unless we're trying to flog merch. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. No, I'm only joking. Uh, but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Okay, let me jump back through the comments then. Uh, good morning, gent, says Gagad Lake, says live on my lunch. Crazy times. Crazy. What a world we live in. Uh, then we got to the Gagad saying, this close to 10 a.m., I'm guessing there was no, no Graham then, so we get a... This is, this is where we've got exclamation mark horn in the chat <laughs> uh, if I was at home, and you get that... Because... because Predictable banter was predicted. <laughs> Maybe we did call that before we went live. But you know what? It's fine. It's fine. It just means we know each other. It's good. Um, uh, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Everything sounds all, uh, crispy as fuck, says Tito. Nice. Uh, end times, everybody hide. The, the only surprise is it wasn't me. <laughs> That's true, Tito. Yeah, we thought we actually, yeah. Yeah, Bibby, Bibby named you specifically and said lots of bad things. But, oh, you know. Obviously, standard. Uh, sorry to say, Bibby has a little something in his voice. Think he's coming in via G's mic. Oh, is it Bibby again? Shut your mouth, mate. Sorry, I'll whisper from now on. Uh, I apologise. Loot drop isn't rigged, it's mine, says <laughs> Viv. That aged well. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> milk. Exclamation mark rigged. <laughs> uh, you guys are on bloody early t- tonight. Uh, what the fuck? It's it's a little tiny for G two. Ooh, okay. Um, I, I did. I have. I said I have tried to tweak them a little bit to try and make them a little bit less intrusive on each other's mics. So, uh, but uh, Tito said it was crispy as fuck. So who do I believe, Graham? Uh, the one that means less work for us. Exactly. Nice. Fantastic. Uh, Viv says, "How dare it say my name is spelled incorrectly?" Ooh, did it? Was it wrong? Oh, well, I mean. It's exported from Twitch. I didn't write the names in there, so... Honestly. Uh, uh, or, or did you mean Steel Plater instead of Vivalanco? Is that oh. what it was? Is that what it was? It could, it could have been that. I mean, this is the thing with catching up with the chat five minutes afterwards because the banter in the moment... Yeah, I hear it. Okay. God, the only reason to say that is because now we've got to the I'm Steel Plater uh, and, and things like that. Isn't Steel Plater the former manager of England? Was <laughs> I going to write over my head with both blue screen then? That's a very rare double blue screen. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, fuck, wrong one. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like... It has moved. No, it's because I, I pressed the wrong one first. No, oh, I did. Oh, yeah, I think it has, yeah. Yeah, that, that's... That's wobbled, on it? A little bit. Not much, but it has. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be cool. <laughs> Looks like I've got two stickers on the back of my laptop. <laughs> Look at that fucking chuffed of hair. In the bottom corner. Look, it's not. It's just a one sticker. Actually, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a one. It's just a one sticker. Actually, get it lined up. There Perfect. We there we go. <laughs> okay. Anyway, it's, sorry. Childish. We're back in the room. Um, what? Graham is almost on time. I know. I know. What a world. Uh, the time is currently ten fifty-two. It is. It is. It's not ten fifty-four now. But uh, it had a wiggly red line. Uh, oh, I'm vi- ah, he, he didn't realise Viv, it was the spelling auto-check thing. He was like, Viv, uh, not, I get it now. Uh, got it, got it, got it. 
that's why all my jokes are unfunny. <laughs> what, because of Twitch chat? <laughs> we get it five minutes too late. Uh, my bad, it was st- a set blatter, not steel plater. And it was FIFA. <laughs> I don't do football. <laughs> Fair. Do you know what? You tried, and that's, and that's what matters. So we'll give you that one. Anyway, today we are going to try and bring you some news. We have a bunch of stories. We'll see if we can get through them all. Some of them will be quite tasty, so we might have to cut some stories short. If we are to get through them all, oh, we'll just roll them. You know mm-hmm. what, you know, you, you know the vibes. You know how it works. But we will start off by talking about Battlefield 22, uh, 2042, should I say. Uh, it's long-awaited Season 1 gets a gameplay reveal this week. So a game that you thought was dead and probably should have been dead is actually not dead. But, I mean, is it unfair for me to say it should have been dead? We'll see. We'll see. That's what we'll kick off. We'll then jump into Diablo Immortal, which was a story we covered yesterday. Well, Bib covered yesterday about the fact that it could cost you £110,000 or whatever, something like that, to get uh, your game character maxed out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Diablo Immortal have actually uh, responded to that. Uh, specifically to Ice Cream Uploads, <laughs> yeah. not to the games industry at large, and saying that, actually, that's not quite correct. So we'll, we'll go through their response. Then we'll talk about Capcom having its own presentation next week. Uh, some more controversy, or should I say conversation, around the loot boxes in EA's games. Uh, and then we'll have a little bit of a discussion about Sonic... Uh, what was it, what's it called? Sonic Frontiers. Frontiers. There we go. Being a bit... Soulless. Yeah, Bibby's in tears about that game, you know what I mean? <laughs> nice one, Bibby's crying. <laughs> yeah. For now, though, we'll jump into this story first. Uh, 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 why can't I find another pit position? There we go. Are we, are we in the right place? Um, I don't think so, Graham. Maybe oh. we need to go to the right. Okay, let's just... <laughs> Never get <laughs> Did you see when you did it last week and I was off and I wrote in the chat, I'm so proud. <laughs> I didn't see that above. <laughs> just gonna move over there, back down there, and then just do what? <laughs> Christ. Fucking yes. Best, best thing ever, that. Genuinely. Forget all of the content. We'll just spend spend an hour doing that. Fuck the news bits. Quick, go on a different website where we have to move the camera to a different place. Christ. Oh, anyway, back in the room. You get so much enjoyment out of that camera movement. I know. Simple things. Simple things. For now, though, Matt Wales at Eurogamer has this article. It says Battlefield 2042's long-awaited season one gets gameplay revealed this week alongside a major new update. So DICE will be revealing first gameplay of the beleaguered Battlefield 2042's long-awaited season one this Tuesday, 7th of June, which is today, funnily enough. And there's a new update promising, quote, hundreds of changes, bug fixes, and quality of life uh, life improvements, end quote, due on the same day. DICE has, of course, been steadily working to improve Battlefield 2042 since its launch last November, when it quickly became one of Steam's worst-reviewed games of all time. Uh, While the developer has committed to bringing this latest Battlefield, quote, up to the highest standards that we all hold for the franchise, end quote, it's only now, some eight months after its release, that players will finally get a first look at the game's long-delayed first season of post-launch content. Uh, those curious to see what DICE has in store for Battlefield 2042's first season, known as Zero Hour, will be able to see its gameplay premiere tomorrow, Tuesday, the 7th of June, at 4pm slash 8am PDT. What, what? Okay, you didn't give us a time zone for the first <laughs> 4pm <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm assuming that's UK, but I don't actually know. Um... 
Tomorrow also sees the arrival of Battlefield 2042's latest update, which will be numbered 1.0.0. Full patch notes are available on DICE's website, but highlights are said to include improvements to soldier gameplay, bringing the likes of smoother animations and movement, plus various weapon changes. I'm going to stop for just a second on that bit, <laughs> because obviously we are close to the PES community, and there's been a lot of conversations about PES getting its version 1.0 and stuff like that, but PES launched and wasn't where it wanted to be so they didn't go to 1.0 whereas that launched yeah. a full price retail game at 1.0 so it, it wasn't in early access uh, it was but it wasn't but it wasn't 1.0 no anyway. exactly that, that, that's just that throw me that i was just i was like what <laughs> that's bizarre to me but i mean most games when they go into full release like daisy was in early access 0 0.9 1 2 3 Seven whatever million and for six. like 6 years i mean before they went 1.0 i don't I could be wrong now, but I know that up until kind of recently, and say kind of, it could be a year ago, uh, maybe even a bit longer, Fortnite was still in early access. Yeah. Fortnite Battle Royale never actually made the big move, even though they've got fucking Ariana Grande and fucking Tom Holland and, and Darth Vader and all sorts mm. of shit in it. It was still early access. Yeah. It never kind of made the transition. I mean, it might have done now. I might have missed that. They might have just upgraded the branding rather than going, oh, by the way, it's here, because mm. that, that could be confusing. But but yeah, yeah, anyway. Um, as for this stuff on Battlefield, expect Im uh, improved bullet hit registration plus a further balance to pa uh, pass... Further balance pass to weapons, the latter being, uh, bringing increased projectile speed for DMRs and LMGs, and improved accuracy for shotguns. Additionally, multiple new XP events are being introduced, in including XP gains for killing an enemy who recently wounded or killed a squad mate, plus an increase in the number of vehicles for conquest. That's alongside various other changes, fixes, and improvements. I'm going to stop there for a second mm -hmm. on that bit as well. Like, okay, that does sound quite quite cool. Oh, if, if you kill me and then someone kills you, uh, that's on my team. They get some points for it because it's like Avenger sort of thing, here, which is very unique and like not unique, but it's a very distinct detail. You get points for killing someone that's killed a teammate, and it's like the game is fucked. <laughs> is that really what needs to be put into this? What's what? So yeah, well, that that seems more very much more quality of life segments in it. Like rather than focusing on the stuff that won't make the game gash. They've kind of just gone for the fluffy bits that you usually put in after the game. Like, they didn't even have a scoreboard for, like, five months, which, for a, battle, for a Battlefield game, or, fuck it, chucking Battlefront for that, for the same facts, like, having no scoreboard for any of these types of games, it's not the best. <laughs> yeah, that feels like... It, that's, that is that is a day one, regardless of if it's 0 0.01 on their uh, patch notes. That's like a day one thing. Just make sure that people know how many people they've killed, how many reses they've done, and how many times they've died. KD in first-person shooters are probably one of the most important things for a lot of players. Yeah, absolutely. Like, KD was... it's it's. I know it's not the be-all and end-all, and, and proper, like long-term sort of players that are particular people that play squad sort of vibes and stuff like that understand that there's more to a shooter than just kd but for the simple fact of jumping in and getting a barometer of how you're doing something that measures your level of success in a game mm. um because that's what we all all were conditioned to your level of success in a game was your health bar that mm -hmm. ticked down every time someone hurt you or something was the number of lives next to your player that you've got Oh, Mario's dead. That's two left. And he's yeah. dead, one left. That's your level of how are you doing right now? Well, we're quite far in. We've not got many lives left, though, so it's a bit touch and go. And people went into, okay, into a shooting game. Okay, how am I doing? I don't know. We're just shooting people. Yeah. They're, still, they're coming back. Are we killing them again? And it's like, so the KD kind of gives you that. So to not have that, which is the instant, this is where you sit in the world. This is the, this the, the digital equivalent of the 
you are here map yeah. sort of thing. Okay, now I understand a little bit about where I place it, the whole thing. Super simplistic thing, but to just not have that yeah, baffling. We are, we are as gamers... Oh, we have customised, shall we say. It's been instilled in us that high scores are the best form of your where you sit. So having a KD or having a score for the amount of times that you've captured the flag, you've played the objective, you've revived your teammate, you've killed people, you've done whatever you need to do to try and get as many points as possible. Um, and then you end up being on the I top of the leaderboard. <laughs> and then you end up being on the top of the leaderboard. Like That is what we're accustomed to. And not having that in there, that obviously should have been in a long time ago, but now it's in there. But even having well weapon balancing and multiple XP events, you know, fantastic. You're going into 1.0. We get into a stage now where am I excited to play a Battlefield game? Maybe. Am I going to pay full price for it? Absolutely not. There is no way on God's green earth that I would pay the £60 or whatever it is to be able to play Battlefield nowadays. It just doesn't work. There's no point. Ah, there we go. No! I you just moved off it. I think the mouse is like dying. Oh, there you go. Like, it was just I did charge it this morning, actually. Like that, so... Yeah, I was trying to get it to go, but it was just not playing ball But anyway, we'll, wait. Uh, 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 there we go. There you go. Nice. It works, it works. Spike says, geez, look at the mop on bibs these days. Mate, I said before, I need to go and see my Turkish mate and get it sorted out, because it is... I've run out of gel. I've run out of gel, so I've had to go all natural. I usually put a hat on whenever I'm out of jail, but I don't think it would have suited what I'm wearing. But this fucking Lego hair doesn't suit what I'm wearing now. So, yeah, I just have to kind of put up with it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he can't say anything. He's bald as fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man's bald and he's coming at me for my ginger hair. Uh, what time do you call this, says West? Uh, exclamation mark time in the chat. Five past we'll, eleven. We'll help you there, West. Oh, by the way, the commands are up and running now. The the sounds aren't. I'll do that this afternoon. I didn't know how to do it, so I had to wait for Graham to come in and show me how to put all the sounds in. But all the commands that okay. are available in Graham's gaff are now available in the studio and at mine as well. So great. Bald is sleek. I mean, it's lazy. It's great, <laughs> isn't it? You just roll out of bed. Bosh. Aerodynamic, though. Aerodynamic. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so close to 10 a.m. I'm impressed. I know. It's only because I should have been doing something i should have been five minutes into something else uh, right now and that's not happening so ta-da <laughs> hey um is anybody actually in the chat playing or played battlefield and this has given them the incentive to go back in and check it out because it does give it i love battlefield i mean if i had the choice between battlefield and call of duty i'm going battlefield every single time in theory in theory yeah. uh, this game obviously honks um, we, we, it was definitely one of our games of Gamescom, was it? Was it? We got shown off first. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. To, to add the caveat, it was our game of Gamescom, in theory. Yeah. It <laughs> looks like, fucking badass. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It looked amazing. So, I am. I'm going to find out how much this actually costs because I will be willing to give it a go. Um, but I'm just interested because, like Lotus, he was said he just had more fun flying around in the Spitfires than he did actually playing the game which says a lot about the game. <laughs> Battlefield 2042, buy. Might be able to buy it on a disc for cheaper than it's actually on digital storefront. So on Steam, it's still 60, 60 sheets. Fucking hell. 60 sheets. 60 sheets. Uh, 60. Why, why does that not go past N? Well, I'm trying to scroll down the commands and it's not going any further down. Do you have to go to a different page? Page bottom right. Uh, 
Ah, wow, I've never noticed that before. Boom. There you go. Oh, he's, he knows. He knows. He knows. Battle for... Oh, is it a free upgrade? Do you know? Was Battlefield a, Battlefield a free upgrade to PS5? Because would, you can get I it for 20 quid. It probably wasn't meant to be, but then probably was a, some sort of last ditch. Fuck. Because <laughs> it's still... Because uh, Smiths are selling it for 20 quid. It was 50 quid. Fucking hell. They've dropped that. I mean, to be fair, I can't see it. I do probably think that they will probably want you to be able to buy the PlayStation 5 version. Where's the chat keyboard? Uh, the chat keyboard's over there. You keep talking. I am, I am keeping talking. Um, yeah. Uh, let me bring up the chat on this PC because I can't quite see it on that one. Um, fuck off, takes ages to do my beard, <laughs> says Spike. Uh, shaves Graham's hairs for subs. Uh, no, because if it, I mean, despite what my hair looks like now, it looks like a piece of Lego that's been stuck onto my head. I absolutely adore my hair. Short back and bald, that'll be great. But he just as much, he's smirking. I don't know what he's trying to do here. It's really important stuff. Really important. Now, I was smirking at the idea of me shaving my hair off. I don't think so. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, I will try it. Bought it on release, says Lake. Fantastic. That command should come back and say 10 a.m.-ish, says West. Uh, did I hear it was actually coming to Game Pass, says West also? EA, EA Access, likely. Yeah, that's what I think it's going to end up being on EA Access. Don't know when that's going to be. I mean, that would be the logical way for them to be able to do it. I don't know if they're going to wait as long as what they do with FIFA. Obviously, towards the end of its life cycle, it just gets put on PlayStation Plus. It'll get put on um, Games with Gold or whatever it is or get put onto Game Pass, but yeah, I think EA Access is probably the likely destination. If I could pick it up for less than £30, I'd be willing to give this a go again. Okay, finished. West typed, uh, what time What time did you call this? So I said, type exclamation mark time, and I'll tell you what time it is. And West said, um, that should come back saying it's 10am. Uh, West, type exclamation mark time. Oh, God. <laughs> So I can get it for £25 on PC. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> it's easier to do it at home, because all my one keyboard does yeah. everything. I yeah. Over there. <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit of a pain in the ass. But they are selling PlayStation 4 and 5 versions of this game for 25 quid. <gasps> okay, less than 30 quid, I'm in. I'm in. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. In, I, I want to be in. I'm not gonna though, because I know people that have been burned by this and EA going. No, everything's fine. The game's great. The great game's wonderful. We're, we're not gonna release version 1.0 for another eight mm. months, but the game's fine. Yeah, no refunds. So with that in mind, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was all in on this, and now I'm all out on this. They need to convince me to jump back in. My uh, faith in Battlefield. Um, I mean, they all, they pretty much had me sold by saying the words "bad company," <laughs> and that's all they needed to say to get Bold me. Bold move, Carden. And then to just fuck it up. No, it's no. Uh, back sack and crack, Graham. <laughs> just just as much hair on the back. It's <laughs> yeah. fine. Uh, if I see you reach 1,000 subs on Saturday, I'll drive up to the studio that day and we'll wax Gray's back sack and crack live on stream. Do you know what? We'd let it happen, but, you know, TOS and that. So, uh, well, but I'll get one of them pixel blurs out. So you just see your head, but your ass will be pixelated. <laughs> it's like, why is it? Oh, my ass. I was going to say, it's like, why is there a really small pixel on the screen? Well, it's a one is, pixel. Is, what is, is that this? a dead pixel? pixel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you need to look at your camera. Uh... 
Uh, Battlefield lost me as a lifelong uh, lover. Uh, nah, I, I, yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, a streamer did that to a viewer. What, drove to someone and then backsack and cracked him? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Um... But yeah, there is there is no there is no donation goals for me to uh, shave my hair uh, or sub goals for me to shave my hair because it's not going to happen. There you go. Two thousand two thousand okay. subs and I'll do mine. Two thousand and I will shave Bibby's hair. Yeah, I'll let you do it. For two thousand subs, I will let you do it. <laughs> no nope. problems. Nope. Nope. My hair will grow back. It might not grow back as thick as it has now. And I'll be mortified to find out that my crown has probably thinned a lot, <laughs> which is obviously why I'm holding on to as much hair as I possibly can. Otherwise, I end up looking like Spike. The last couple of weeks, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I stopped wearing hats. Genuinely, like I feel like it thinned my hair out. See, I, I, like my my uncle once told me that. Like he, he went thin on top, and he was like, "It's because I wore hats loads." And I was like, "Oh, it must like damage your hair follicles or something like that." So then I read up, and it's like, "No, nah, it's not. It's bullshit." I know, it's just... but it's it's the it's the thought in it. <laughs> but then again, through lockdown, obviously at home, I started wearing. I never really wore hats at all because I like my hair kind of thing so it was like no my hair my hair is good and my head with a hat on it is okay as long as it's a baseball cap nothing beyond that I've, I don't have one of these heads that can just go oh a pompadour hat <laughs> Oof, yeah let's fucking go uh, no I look stupid in most hats so, but in lockdown I was like okay yeah but my hair and hats don't go well so I, I my hair okay put a hat on my hair goes mm. so it's one or the other kind of thing but I noticed like it's probably coincidental with the fact that I'm getting old. Mm. Uh, so I was like wearing hats and think, oh, it just just feels yeah. like it's not as as thick as it used to be. I've yeah. genuinely been on pins since there was a Pez day, maybe three years ago, and Fish edited the back of my hairline and made me bald. <laughs> like he just put a little small ball patch in there, and I swear to God, I was getting <laughs> fucking, fucking mirrors amazing. out. Samantha was coming up, she, like I was like I was fucking losing, but I was losing it. Um, not my hair. I was genuinely like mortified. Like, See, I've, I will I, be going to Turkey, getting ass hairs off my ass <laughs> and being put into I'll my head. Off my back. <laughs> no, I, I've got, I've got like what is it called a core flick? Your uh, like your crowny bit. Mm. I've got a pronounced one of them, but like look, like many times over the years. Like, but when you're twelve and someone goes, you. you you got bald patch, oh, and it's like, but twelve. I'm like, no, you dickhead. Yeah. But when you when you're 35 and someone goes, you got a bald patch, like. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> genuinely that would be my worst fear just no, but then we'll get to spike it up and we'll get aerodynamic what I'll end up looking like Homer Simpson with the three hairs being pulled over do you know what I mean I'm not having it like, I would genuinely be mortified I would, I would be going to Turkey to go and get my hair sorted out if that was the case <laughs> I don't think I could ever want to be bald I mean it's not against anyone who is bald who had no choice but so, Even being ginger, I would rather be. I would rather be ginger than bald. Well, they, they, they go. <laughs> Facts. Well, don't don't wear a curved hat according to Viv in the chat. But I do want to point out the flaw in this statement. Uh, so the ICU hat thins your hat. Let's sue them, says JMK. Factually incorrect because I was um, feeling my hair was probably getting thinner before we got the ICU mm. hats, and then after getting the ICU hats, look at my hair. It's bountiful. Look at Bibby's fucking yeah. Bountiful. Too much of it. So this is what I happens when add. you get ICU hats. Although Viv did say curved hats cause baldness. Uh, cause baldness. I mean, bountiful head of hair here. Spike hasn't got a bountiful head of hair. What does he wear? Curved peak. No, he's flat, flat oh, peaker for life. Oh, I appreciate you selling out your, your flat peak home. Tell me, mate, the joke. Let's see that. You have my back. You have my back. I do it. You know what I mean? uh, but there you go. There you go. <laughs> mate, I went bald at 27. I just got the razor out. I'm being bald is class. Uh, yeah, I think I do I think I do the same. Like When I got to the point where it, like, if it looked like I was just 
Cling it on. Yeah. Not like that, that politician that definitely has got a fucking mop on his head. His, well, his, his name sounds like it as well or something. Is he called like Jimmy Wigfuck or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> <laughs> he's not, maybe not Wig. Zahid has come in with a sub. What? Legend. What a guy. Have a good day, lads. You have a good day. Don't, you too. No, do you know what? We're not going to have a good day. You have a good day. Do don't have a good day. Have a fantastic day. Have a great day. That's, that's, that's the free guy. Don't have a good day. Have a great day. I almost put that in as a sound alert in the... Uh, chat you know, maybe i did no, i don't think i did michael fabricant that's it fabricant fucking he's fucking he's got fabric in his name <laughs> that is and definitely then look a made up name <laughs> that is definitely fucking a made michael up name. Fab- where, is, where is he found that <laughs> fucking fabricant a, f- a fabricant sounds like something you'd see on a sci-fi film yeah. like people that have been fabricated like like artificial people his hair is a fucking fabricant <laughs> the fuck Michael Fabricant or Michael Fabricated cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, Gaga knows. Uh, I see wigs now available. Yeah, let's go. Uh, I see you claiming their caps improve hair thickness. That's a court case if ever I heard one. (laughs) Cut that, don't clip it. (laughs) No, that's not what we meant. I've just arrived. Is the, is the new Battlefield worth buying now with this update? Do you know that what? That is what we discussed, Ian, Ian. We don't quite know. The update is due to hit today, um, or at least to be previewed today. I didn't quite get the understanding there. So, like, it was talking about... Um, ah, yeah, okay, no, yeah. The first gameplay reveal is today. So we will get to see that reveal today. Does, don't actually know. Does, I'm sure you said that 1.0 was going live today as well. Oh, is it? Okay. Tomorrow also sees the arrival. Oh, yeah, okay, there you go. So um, we'll get the first gameplay reveal alongside the game going live today. So hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's great. The fact that you can get it for less than 30 quid is good in Mm -hmm. theory, Mm -hmm. but Battlefield was game of the year in theory, and it's last pretty much so yeah. so it it yeah we can't say right now ian possibly hopefully but but i'm not gonna spend a penny on it until i know um uh we put bibby's money where his mouth is <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's go yeah uh, true that with virtual in the title what fuck <laughs> it definitely that was definitely meant to be in another stream that one he's got two streams open and he's typed that in the wrong chat <laughs> 100% guaranteed, <laughs> confirmed. Gagad, I've caught you out. Honestly, oh, you caught yourself slipping. Honestly, honestly. You, you, you virtually let yourself down. Mm. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll put a pin in that. So Battlefield 2042 has its first big patch. Version 1.0 is due to hit today. Hopefully, exclamation mark, smack my daddy. Cheating on ICU. Do you know what? I'm all for it. I'm usually dual-wielding streams. If I am dual-wielding streams which is often what happens, I cannot, as Bibby will tell you, dual wield two conversations. <laughs> no, you can't. You're trying to watch a stream and have a conversation with me at the same time. We'll just go... <laughs> and you'll just get one minute, one second. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely, <laughs> blue, genuinely blue screen. So, teams. Uh, should have been in teams versus you. Knew it. Knew it. So, yeah, I, I can dual wield streams. I can't dual wield conversations. So, if I'm talking in one stream and I've got another stream open, I'm not talking there at this point in time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the way it works. Anyway, next news story. Uh, this is in response to yesterday's story. Diablo Immortals director comments on microtransaction misinformation. Go on, Graham. Fine. Are we, are we in the right place? Are we in the wrong place? We are not in the right place, Graham. Do we need to move off? I think to we do. Th- oh, fuck, press the... Oh, the... <laughs> Did you fall no! over before flinging that? <laughs> no! Okay, it stopped. Oh, I broke it. Ah! Def- <laughs> <laughs> We're back. 
Okay, move up there. Nice. Okay. Diablo Immortal director comments on microtransaction misinformation. The game has been criticized by some players who say it's pay to win. Ooh. This is written by Tom Ivan at VGC and is in response to the article that we led with yesterday. Amid criticism from Ice Cream Plus of Diablo Immortal's approach to microtransactions, the game's director has suggested that some negativity around the game is based on misinformation. Quote, end quote. Uh, months prior to Blizzard's game release, director Wyatt Cheng said, quote, in Diablo Immortal, there is no way to acquire or rank up gear using money. Uh, and while it may be factually accurate that gear itself can't be purchased with real money, following the game's release last week, some players have labelled Cheng's comments disingenuous. That's because Diablo Immortal lets players use real money in a bid to acquire powerful legendary gems, one of three progression pillars alongside regular gear and XP level, which can be used to upgrade a character in the post game it's been claimed that the highest tier legendary gems can't currently be earned uh, by players who don't pay for them with real money and it's been estimated that fully upgrading a post game character would cost up to $110,000 worth of gems and players can't even purchase legendary gems outright instead they're dropped from legendary crests which are the game's loot boxes over the weekend Cheng was asked on Twitter what had changed since his pre-release comments about players not being able to buy gear or rather gems not considered considered gear. That was a quote, by the way. Another user asked Cheng why he took time to respond to the criticism of the game's transactions. They wrote, quote, King doesn't justify charging £100 for a pack of lives in Candy Crush. Uh, why does Blizzard feel it needs to be apologetic for a game that costs £50 million and six years to make? Uh, uh, to which Cheng responded, thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, I don't like it if information is misleading. There's a difference between players liking or not liking a game based on its merits, which I can accept. Not every game is for everybody, versus liking or not liking a game based on misinformation surrounding it. Ne negativity around the game has resulted in Diablo Immortal being review bombed on Metacritic, which at the time of writing uh, means its user score is just 0.7, the third worst score in Blizzard's history. The only Blizzard game to receive a lower score are 2020, uh, 2020's Warcraft. 3 Reforged, 0.6, and 2021's World of Warcraft Classic, Burning Crusade Classic, which got a 0.4 score. Um, so, yes, I mean, is that really a response? Uh, like, I can see it on yours. I didn't get the context of that, because Cookie's bullshit. So, um, go on. Like it basically, it basically, whatever's been quoted in this article is basically just shown being in tweets embedded anyway, so you haven't missed anything. Um, I think, I think some messaging has gone missing in terms of his response before the game came out and then afterwards. Like obviously, because someone has done the due diligence of finding how how much it would cost to be able to try and complete this game. He probably didn't, or no one at Blizzard probably thought that anyone would probably rank or uh, total up how much it would potentially cost for someone to be able to complete it. I still don't think that this is a bad game. Um, the game itself is very, very good. Um, I love the fact that you can play between mobile and PC. I do think that, as mentioned in the Discord this morning, if you guys are in the Discord, you probably would have seen this conversation happening um, between myself, Tito and Harry. Um it's one of those where I don't think the average consumer will probably get caught up in this. The only people it would probably affect are people who are playing this as their main game for maybe 10 hours a day or something. Like, I've seen Shroud running this game with his friends and it was flying through it. John, he would. Let me just let me just stop you just for a second because I'm, I'm just computing what we've read. Um, so these bits in these 
so these tweets that are on the screen, I didn't read out. Like it, some of that was quoted, but not in its entirety, which I think loses some of the context. So for me, who wasn't here for the full discussion yesterday, it's lost on me. Uh, so he, it's showing them his. Uh, so Cheng's original quote saying about not having it, uh, not having paid progression. Basically, mm -hmm. he said, "What happened in four months? Are the gems not considered gear?" That was in the uh, bit that I read out. But then this bit here, it says, "I think a lot of people were expecting or become hopeful uh, was that you couldn't buy power after seeing that statement, and there ends up being a lot of things you can buy: upgrading uh, battle pass, the extra chests af uh, after dungeons that affect your character power, and it makes the post you made come across as disingenuous and disappointing to people that have been fans of Blizzard for such a long time. And it makes them, uh, it makes matter a lot less important if you can't literally buy new gear when you basically can buy power anyway to which cheng then did respond with that's totally fair criticism i see how it came across in that way in context i was responding to a post that claimed you can upgrade your gear with dollars uh, once you reach the free quarter of the day uh, you can only upgrade your gear with uh, gear with dollars once you reach the free quarter of the day it's currently almost 12 dollars to just simply even try to upgrade one piece of gear as the failure rate is 50 50 i think it's pretty clear with the game out that this was not the case um so i didn't see those mm -hmm. uh bits so yeah there hopefully that gives you a little bit more context for, for me it was it i was like hey? so yeah okay yeah continue yeah so i feel like this this is probably going to affect i mean i don't know I, I, I if i had to put a number on it i think it would probably affect maybe 20 percent of the player base in terms of people who are just going to be playing diablo for what diablo is a massively nearly faultless dungeon crawler i think when it comes to dungeon crawlers this is the bar this is the the top tier mount rushmore of dungeon crawlers and i think people who are probably going through the storyline that want to do a couple of raids with their friends and stuff i don't think this would affect them that much i do feel like it might is it intrusive enough where people want to put a ton of money into the game to try and get the best gear that they have, especially when they would have played the ever-loving shit out of the other Diablo games. They would have gone and grinded down the same bosses, waiting for the loot to drop, and then go back and take down the next boss as fast as possible while trying to get as much loot and gear as possible. Like The cycle of a Diablo game is pretty much the same it's just grind 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 very much like most work like world of warcraft for instance is grind you might have to take down uh, a raid boss seven or eight times until the particular piece of uh, armor or gear or weapon drops from it then you can go ahead and you can continue trying to do the next bosses on a much more difficult level I think that will probably be the 20-30% 20, 20, of a player base in Diablo. I don't consider myself to be a hardcore Diablo fan, but I'm enjoying playing the game for what it is now as a casual player. I'm not reaching a point where it has become super difficult and I can't clear the bosses without having to put some money into loot boxes to potentially get the power to get the gems and then be able to upgrade my armor or there may become a point when they get when you get to that um but the the, the stat that I seen yesterday was you either pay the hundred and ten thousand pounds to get to max level or you play as a free-to-play player for 10 years I would take probably the 10-year option because I know I won't be playing it in 10 years Wait, so I've 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 spent like 55,000 pounds of, of my time on PUBG then basically essentially that's what it comes down to yeah so if you want to be the person that wants to be able to reach the very end of the game like i'm talking like platinum pubg on your playstation yeah pretty much like if you want to be 
the the number one player in the world, the, the the chief dungeon crawler, the person that's got the best weapons, the best gear, the best abilities and stuff like that. That's when it probably will be a massive kick in the bollocks because you will probably have to spend money to advance faster. But if you're a casual player like me and the people that I speak to that, I think I, just, I, can, I convinced uh, Beans off the ledge yesterday because he said, well, I'm playing this now. This news isn't good. Do I stop playing? I was like, it doesn't affect the casual players. Like. The only thing to mention on that, and I don't know, so I'm taking Tito's uh, words in the chat. He says, the only caution I'd exercise, Bibit, is apparently you hit a wall mm -hmm. later on in the game. Your experience is probably fine right now, yep. but you'll hit a wall. But that's my bet. That's the basis of my argument as being a casual player. Like, there will become a time, very much like it is on most games, there will become a time where you, you, you can't. I say that with gritted teeth. Like, if you play in Diablo 3, there is. That you don't really hit a wall you just have to keep on getting better and better there isn't really a way for you to be able to put money into the game to get better game and stuff but I'm talking literally as a casual player like I'm enjoying the game for what it is and the experience that it's given me now if it gets to a point where I have to start putting money into it I feel like I've got my money's worth of it being a free to play game don't really want to progress anymore with this because the time versus money aspect of my life means that I don't have the time or money to be able to play this game, I'll just move on to the next one. It's like a conveyor belt in my life. And this is all down to personal experiences. It's not, I don't want to speak on behalf of anybody because everyone's experience of video games is completely different. But in terms of me enjoying this game and to a point, it might, I might end up buying a battle pass. I might end up, like I did that with Fortnite, never thought I would buy a, and clear a battle pass. Yeah, that was the only game that I was playing at that moment in time. A conveyor belt, it just comes around. If I don't want to play it, I won't buy it. I'll move on to the next thing. Yeah, see, I, 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 I agree with West. So, like, you do something that I don't do in terms of you will pick up a game and put it back down again. Whereas I pick up a game and very rarely put it back down. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a similar sort of thing with my TV watching stuff. It, it, something has to be really bad or just not click with me at all for me to give up on it. But even then, usually after I've put a chunk of time into something, I will like get to a good cutoff point to go okay fuck it like it has to be really bad or not clicking for me to mm. cut it free so like less said would that lead to frustration you've put so many hours in but now you need to pay more to carry on i think so but if you was to buy a game for 50 pound brand new but you're playing a free-to-play game now and you're enjoying that game so much that you think that you either want to support the game or progress you've played the game for 100 hours, do you think then that you might play for another 100 hours? Therefore, is the £50 that you end up putting into it worth your time and money? Is, is that £50 payment conditional then? Because if you put 50 quid on a game, surely you're paying for the full game, not paying for the ability to get to the part where you pay for the next season of content. Yeah, but I mean, if, if, if someone was to tell me my favourite game would cost £50 on a shelf, but I can play... The first, 50, the first 100 hours for free and then it might be 50, 50 pounds to play another 100 hours of that game. I might be more inclined to be able to do it. What I didn't want to do was pay 50 pounds to get three hours worth of content and then I'm stuck again. That would be very intrusive and I understand that's what people's frustration would come I out. Mean, okay, if they, if they were doing that though, really, if they were going, okay, it's 50 quid and you get, you get 100 hours of content. I mean, we've already said using the cinema reference that's an absolute bargain 50 quid is what you spend to get two hours of enjoyment in the cinema mm. um so 50 quid for 100 hours that's great return on investment um but if you're paying for a full game and then that they haven't said that yeah well you can get it but it will take you 10 years of solid gameplay uh, at the end we've had conversations about like mm. unnecessary grind and so on to get through a game We've criticised Valhalla for it, so is that not what this this is doing? Like Valhalla came out as a seventy quid game, mm -hmm. um, and then 
if you want to speed up to the end, you can spend 10 quid to fast forward through it, basically. Yeah. Um, that's essentially this, just redressed. If they yeah. came out and said, okay, warning, you're not going to finish the game for your 50 quid. Uh, it, it, I, For me, I'd be more inclined to the... Uh, you need to pay like chapter two, like in terms of it, chapter two is going to be the shit chapter where it's grindy as fuck and you're not doing anything really. Everything's the same again mm-hmm. slowly, um, and it's going to take you ten years or it's going to cost you an extra fifty quid. If I knew that up front, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm not playing this game then because mm-hmm. I've not got ten years and I'm not spending hundred quid on a game. Yeah. Kind of thing so, <laughs> but like J and K's there made a very good point. I'm not sure whether this is the actual point that he's making, but I'm going to use it as an example anyway. If I paid fifty pound for the initial fee of the foundation of ESO, the Tamriel um, package, and then Somerset came out, and that was another £50. They've increased the level cap. They give you more dungeons. They give you more raids. They give you more armor. They give you more uh, a new uh, area of land. Is that worth the money? But that's a separate entity. So that's like, to give it give it a different example, if you buy a car, let's stick, stick with the same numbers, the car's 50 quid, and you go out and buy a car, but they only give you three wheels. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want the other wheel, that's another 50 quid. Uh, mm. you're like but that's not DLC that's main story content yeah, that's but, the body that I've paid for why is the body not here but Diablo has give you the main story of the game for free it's only really the end game and post game content that is stopping you from being able to continue in the game but it's all it's all. is it not all part of the game so like end game and post game content are part of the game I know they're classified as end and post but it's still part of the package if you've paid for that package is not is that not part of the experience like shouldn't mm. they then like with El- Elder Scrolls and, and Tamriel and things like that they give you new experiences on top of the end game sort of stuff that, that are put in is that not when the DLC is that that's what you're paying for in, in DLC not the continuation of the first thing mm. I mean I don't know I, I, I haven't played it I've yeah. not even touched it so you guys tell me but yeah. for me it sounds it sounds like it doesn't sound like it's a hard fix it sounds like it's pacing is off which quite I say not a hard fix it it's a very disruptive fix because that pacing being off is what changed Battlefront 2 from being a terrible game to an exceptional game. Mm-hmm. Their pacing was off in the fact that you'd have to play for... It was something like... Someone gave, turned it into an hours thing. It wasn't like 10 years, but you had to play for like... It was like 50 hours continuously to get enough loot boxes, to grind enough gear to be able to buy Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it'd be 50 hours to get Yoda and then 50 mm-hmm. hours to get Mace Windu or whatever. Um, and then obviously all of the heroes and stuff they got in there, that was just a fecking chore, but it was pacing because they'd fecked it up based on trying to put in a, something. They've looked at, okay, this works from a monetization perspective. We're not asking to, people yeah. to pay too much in theory-ish, maybe it balances, but then when you put it into actuality, it's like, well, actually, that suddenly starts adding up. So it sounds like yeah. that to me, but without seeing it, however. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it could be it could be a scaling problem, like uh, having £110,000, as obviously just a fuck me number. You know what I mean? It's the biggest number at the top. It's the number that we put in our headline yesterday because that's the kind of number that you want people to be able to go, fucking hell. I mean, that's like, probably that's the same sort of number that you'd be looking at for Star Wars. I mean, it could be wrong, but like if you're thinking 50 hours of your time for one hero and there's about a million in there and there's like 50 heroes, I mean, and so... There's probably a stupidly high number yeah. as well for that kind of thing. But if we didn't, if we didn't put the number on top of that, and say you got a hundred hours f- for free, 
and then you got to the point where you do need to spend the money maybe they needed to knock all of that down to be able to like the gear for for 10 hours of your time or seven pound like that was a much more scalable idea for people to be able to probably get their heads around not okay it's one hundred ten thousand pound or 10 years of your life like i feel like they've got two obscene routes that you could possibly go down there with not much in between it's i mean it's it's sensationalism isn't it? it's someone yeah. out there has worked out roughly how many crates it costs to get how many gems or whatever the fuck they are mm-hmm. and then how many gems you need to get your legendary armor and multiplied it together and gone boom, yeah. 110,000 pounds dollars or whatever it is um so that's just sensationalist headlines like like when you've seen PUBG videos it's cost wacky jacky 1700 quid to get his max level yeah. progressive skin it has cost him 1700 euros but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to cost everyone 1700 euros or, or whatever so there is obviously back and forth with that sort of stuff um but yeah i just feel like for them to come out i do i understand where people have come from from d- disingenuous comments and it's probably not that that i don't know if it's walter cheng we'll just call him mr cheng uh we don't that mr cheng dude's comment about saying there would be no payment for progression they pretty probably was told that or it's probably they've changed something on through or he's misunderstood it or whatever so i don't believe he was trying to be misingenuous uh, misingenuous but by saying there is no progression and then there is questionably legitimately $110,000 worth of paid progression in there per person then Mm -hmm. it's like okay well that is disingenuous in that sort of sense so on the one side I'm saying they should be going okay it'll cost you 50 quid now and then 50 quid for your post game Um, is that's genuous but to say there's no payments whatsoever and then there is payments yeah yeah so I I agree with people that 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 is the wrong. It's probably. I also agree with what Baby's saying though. That that one hundred and ten thousand pounds to finish the game is just to scare the yeah. shit out of people. You, you probably don't even need that armor to finish the game. Like that nah. would be the top, 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 top. So you'd probably be able to run through with legendary gear or epic gear rather than like the gear that you're meant to be getting to unlock out of that. It's just people who will want the best character in the game for that particular Which thing. Is then where you're starting to like. Do you care about users? Because if you if you made it making it so that that. Bibby's got 75 copies of Elder Scrolls. Uh, that means he's a loyal fan. So how do we re- reward loyal fans? Well, it's going to cost you $110,000. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, so you don't really care about me as a fan. You care about your baseline profits, mm-hmm. uh, which all companies do. Uh, but it's, it's about getting the balance right. And I feel like, yeah, they, they may have... It wasn't bad and it's not going to cost everyone that sort of stuff, but it's pacing. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like, if you can't get to your end game in an achievable time, is that because you have nothing after that is that the cutoff point for shelf life do you have you then artificially inflated the length of your game to make people keep playing it for longer or pay mm-hmm. um and then if that's the case then then you've not got a good end game you need a better more pronounced or well developed or more rewarding end game system just like valhalla uh, we've yeah. had previously uh, but anyway we'll put a pin in that one um we'll jump onto something that's a little bit less negative uh something that's hopefully potentially pretty exciting and hopefully full of dinosaurs yeah We'll see. Jurassic Park? Yeah! <laughs> no. 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 Actually, before we do that, let me I'll quickly run through the comments. I'll keep the article on screen, but um, I guess it depends on the player, says Tito. I throw myself into games and want to complete everything. I even closed 1,000 car doors in the division for the achievement. <laughs> clink, clink, yeah. clink, clink. Worth it. Uh, maybe old school, but I still run on the £1 per hour uh, of game content, which yeah. I get. I do get that. Um, 
I do feel that is... I'm going to come off this article for a second. I do feel that is a little bit unfair to video games in the fact that we have become accustomed to the £1 per hour for video games. And I think that's down to... It used to cost, like, 10 pence, quarters, dimes and stuff to play video games. That would give us access to tidbits that we could keep, keep mm-hmm. going, keep going. Um, whereas theatre and films was never an individual thing it was a group thing so you'd have to all pay for the full thing in one so that's five quid ten quid twenty quid whatever it costs you these days to go to the cinemas um so i do feel like the one dollar per hour for video game fun because video games often cost more than a lot of films do these days uh not always obviously films do have massive scale uh but they cost a good chunk. Um, so that one pound, I don't think, sits the same anymore. But I do agree with the sort of sentiment kind yeah, of thing. That Resident Evil takes like 10... Resident Evil 7, I think, you can complete that in 11 hours. And that was £50 at launch. Like, Do I think that it was worth the money? Absolutely. I thought it was obviously, it was absolutely fantastic. So it, it's difficult to be able to put that into context in terms of pounds per hour, but... I don't think it's the worst scale for yeah, you to be yeah, able to get no. enjoyment out of. Yeah, I agree. Uh, PUBG, that cost me 20 quid. Uh, I know that's all sorts of different caveats because I bought that on the Xbox mm. when it cost me 20 quid and it was early access then, so it was a cheaper price to, to go up when it came yeah. out and then obviously never did kind of thing. But but I got more than 20 hours, uh, 20 hours of that on the Xbox and then have had hundreds more on my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I think maybe, I don't know, 80, 100-ish on the PC or whatever as well kind of thing. So... Yeah, I mean, that's different. That's live service and, and, and so on. But, but yeah, for me, I'd, I'd put it up a little bit higher, but I do agree with the sentiment. But there's all sorts of caveats. Anyway, we'll, we'll leave the caveats. We'll jump back into this. Um, uh, Capcom will host its own showcase presentation next week. Um, I actually jumped on those comments to run through them and they got stopped on one and then... Uh, <laughs> Uh, okay, let me go back through the comments first. I, th- I think it relies on uh, bu- uh, bullying those hardcore players in spending. It's like paying 50 quid for a game, the 50 quid for a few uh, more DLC, ESO th- to think of a game. Does ESO have a season pass you never have to pay for? DLC again, ESO plus. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I mean... <sighs> We, we talked through most of those as we are going through anyway, so that kind of makes sense. We'll jump back into this one then. So as I mentioned, Capcom will have its own showcase presentation next week, but the 35-minute event will seemingly only focus on previously announced games. Boo! <laughs> no dinosaurs. So Capcom has confirmed uh, that it will be hosting its own presentation next week. This is written by Chris Scullion at VGC, and it says the Capcom showcase will take place on Monday, the June the 13th at 11 p.m., BST. So that's Monday coming, 11 o'clock at night. We'll have a Capcom showcase. Uh, however, those who have been seeing new game announcements may wish to temper expectations because in a tweet, Capcom has implied there will be no new title revealed during the show. Quote, introducing the Capcom showcase, a new live stream digital event bringing you the latest Capcom game information, the tweet reads. Tune in on June the 13th. I'm going to leave the time out for around 35 minutes of news and in-depth updates on previously announced Capcom titles. Uh, although it's unlikely that further new games will be revealed then, the publisher did recently show off two AAA titles during Sony's State of Play presentation last week. The first of these was the long-expected confirmation that a Resident Evil 4 remake is in development and is scheduled to release on March the 24th, 2023, multiple platforms and uh, a full Street Fighter 6 reveal. Okay. Um, do you know what? I'm, I will say... This on the screen now is the Street Fighter Six uh, reveal. This actually looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It looks it all looks like open worldy sort of Street mm. Fighter. But I, what I will also say is I was massively open to criticise the Street Fighter Six logo because the Street Fighter old school logos were so much better. 
this does put it in a bit more of a context in this trailer in terms of how they use it. I think it's like at the end of it where they get to the... Uh, uh, how they use it in placement. It actually looks better than I thought, but I still prefer the old school Street yeah. Fighters styles. So yeah. Fucking Street Fighter. Hadouken in, and Sean Ayuken yeah. on the streets. Let's fucking go. Like, is this... Does this... When was the last time that you played a Street Fighter game or a fighting game? That wasn't Streets of Rage. Um probably within the last few years but if you take away me just playing it at an arcade club kind, mm -hmm. of, kind of thing then over five years ago i haven't played oh no tell a lie it was last year it was last year it was the uh the rocky boxing game which was basically street fighter but, but with boxing yeah um and i played that out of a it was more out of a boxing even though it was essentially street fighter or tekken or or mortal Kombat. it that's like fighting game with power bars it was more rocky mixed with just general boxing vibes is what i played it for so i played it for a little bit had fun turned it off i think i even streamed it for a little bit actually um but yeah for a game like this over five years yeah maybe 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 close to 10 years since i've played it for enjoyment not just a oh yeah so we've seen them running around the streets and stuff like you said it, it's kind of open worldy is that what we're getting from this i i don't know it didn't really explain it so like they were I kind of took it as almost like you're going to your missions, mm -hmm. which is fighting your next character. So, like, you used to see on Street... Like, go back to Street Fighter 2, you'd see a pre-match screen and you'd have, like, your character, Chun-Li, yeah. and you, you, you're playing a fly to the US and it'd be like, Guile stood there going, I'm going to punch you in the face because mm. I'm a dick and you... Oh, whatever. And then you'd beat him and then it'd go down to Brazil and Blanca would be there. Yeah. So, so, like... Like this this actually looks pretty cool. Like the way they used the branding then and the stuff and and that sort of like varsity font. I've got I've got a big fight a uh, big big fight uh, big affection for varsity fonts, but still the old school Street Fighter logo is better. So it's better than just the plain crap that they had previously. I don't feel like it is Street Fighter to me. I feel like yeah. it's it is a hell of a lot more modern. Like there is a lot of brands that. I mean, fucking. We talked about this yesterday. Like Pringles have changed their 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 logos. It feels like it's gone backwards more retro but a lot more polished at the same time like a lot of brands are taking out their personality and just going with normal fonts very minimalized fonts i think that's i think that's actually a really good font i think that's better than the one that we seen last time because it was was it like a hexagon so with, like if you skip that back a couple of seconds you can see the hexagon still there um like behind it but that six like it fills so that, it out yeah so it's the same thing but i feel like you're getting to see what they're actually trying to do with it mm. character wise because like an mg was it mg yeah was comparing it to yeah that was a logo yeah it looks shit but in this i actually think that's a lot more modern i think that looks a lot better i do i do agree massively agree that that the the sort of graffiti flamey street fighter style definitely looks better but that's what i've grown up with it's like yeah. i like the streets of rage logo kind mm -hmm. of thing but that if someone if you if someone said to you today make me a brand new game logo you wouldn't get anything that looks like Streets of Rage or Street Fighter, um, and they've gone okay we want to modern, modernize take it to a new generation because fighting games are slowly dropping off so I I, can't, I mean I agree with what Spike's put in the chat not for, in essence not for me Street Fighter is Street Fighter not an open world game and the same thing applies to the logo no it's it's fire and stuff not yeah. not modern clean fonts but you know if you only have a 
preach to the converted, you're never going to grow anywhere. So I, I understand what they're doing. And that said, the open world bit, I don't necessarily, I, I, I kind of like, it jars with me because I know that we're not in a world where anyone's really done that beyond GTA. GTA, no, you drive cars around and stuff. Why do I want to go into streets and go into buildings and all that shit? GTA just went, okay, we're going to do that stuff, but we're going to make it good and get rid of loading screens-ish uh, uh, and so on. So NBA did it well. That you'd be able to go around the playgrounds and like as I'd use this as an example yesterday, like not only are you be able to go to other people's courts and have a two v two or whatever, you go down to the shops at the bottom of the road, you go and get yourself some new Adidas swag or whatever. Like they made the environment, yeah, they made they made it they made it worthwhile. Like we we talked about PlayStation Home and stuff like that. I think genuinely that that NBA is probably the closest that we've got to that where it's real world stuff, live service billboards that are advertising something like that is probably the closest we've got to that kind of thing. And I really enjoyed it. It was just shit at basketball. It was an EA one. It was Need for Speed. And I remember that, I don't know if it was the most wanted remake or something around there where they had bits where you could get out of it. And it was it was kind of on rails, which I imagine this is going to be. It's not mm. going to be sandbox yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Um, but that's the thing. For me, it's like, uh, need, because Need for Speed was all built around the car mechanics and all the cool effects and slipstream mechanics and, mm. and, and so on, getting out of the car was just like a... <laughs> Do you remember when you could get out of the car in Driver? Oh, what was that, Driver 2? Oh no, it was it was like San was Francisco. Driver seventy six. I can't, I can't even remember, but but oh, it was it was terrible. Like yeah. they drove they obviously just tried to a GTA kind of clone and it was shocking. And, and that's the thing though, you, a lot of it has that like the lack of immersion so you'll get to that bit and it'll be jarring because mm. you'll be like I'm clearly a guy that's modelled to be like yeah. and Street Fighter characters, they don't just go they sit there and they'll be like Yeah. And this is like okay, there's a guy walking up a ladder, but he's sat at the bottom of the ladder going, and it's like just put your fucking hand on it. Do you not know how ladders work? What is this? Yeah, so, it's uh, so and that's where you get the jarring bit. Like like when I'm in a fight, yeah, I'd have my hands up, but I'm not going to be stood at the bus stop like this, or I'm going to get fucking arrested. Yeah, <laughs> you all right, mate? You all right? So, well, in terms of the conference, I did I did say I don't know whether or not they're going to be at Gamescom or they're going to be at some. Uh, they, they, they probably are going to be at Gamescom, but. I don't know if they're going to be included in the Summer Games Fest because they're doing their own showcase. I, I think they may have... They may cross-pollinate. So they've got Street Fighter Six that's appeared in the PlayStation Showcase and Resident Evil that's appeared in PlayStation Showcase. The fact they're out there, they've given the exclusive to PlayStation. I think for them, they'll be like, fuck it, we'll just pimp it everywhere. It's going to be an hour conference. Obviously, people are going to watch that, hopefully. But there's going to be a lot of people that aren't Capcom fans, so we'll stick some stuff in. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they get some stuff in Summer Game Fest. The fact that they've had some stuff in, play in PlayStation makes me feel that they won't have stuff in Xbox. That said, it might have just been PlayStation wanted the timed exclusive to get it first, and then Xbox will go, well, we don't care, because if people see it's coming to Game Pass or whatever, then fuck it. We, if PlayStation yeah. can show off what you want, it's, it's included now. The people will wait. Yeah. So, I mean, it, they could, in theory, do what I would probably do in their position and tart it out. Yeah. Sell some, get, get your payday from whoever's first, and then get Jeff Keighley to put some stuff out, Give him save him a couple of scenes that haven't been seen, give him his exclusive yeah. and then go back to Big Philly Spence and go, okay, you can have a few scenes as well. Mm -hmm. I'd do it that way, definitely. Um, <laughs> Street Fighter. 
Gotta fight them all. <laughs> that logo is a bag of work. <laughs> it paints with words, doesn't it? <laughs> the thing is, like, I, I see where you're coming from. Like, for me, if you showed me that logo and changed the word Street Fighter for something else and changed that hexagon for something else... Uh, Rainbow I'm, Six Siege? Uh, it's pretty much the same logo. Yeah, but I mean, like, something different. Like, if you showed me that and said, look, this is the branding for a new game that we're creating or whatever, I'd be like, that's, that's, that's actually pretty pretty nice. I mean, I w- I'd want the full mm. feel of what you're going for. Like that I, said, I still uh, don't like it as much as... Well, there we go. I mean, I'll put Bibby's on screen. Uh, one second. I've got a better way. Copy image address. Open image in your tab. That's what you needed. There you go. Uh, so yeah, like now you can see the the, the NG style. Let's move us. We're gonna actually yeet. Oi! So like like Street Fighter. Okay, you can see what you're going for. It's a little bit lame. Street Fighter Two. Okay, now that's a nice evolution. Street Fighter Three. Okay, that's evolved it more the, the three behind it maybe is a bit too much it's a bit washed street fighter four yeah okay guys fuck's sake street fighter five just goes actually do you know what we don't need to be stupid let's just pull it back in a bit and then street fighter six goes okay let's pull everything back well, that that street fighter six was the six was the original logo that they had yeah. that shit they've obviously got Proper rid of shit. that now yeah yeah and they've evolved it into something else but i'll be i love the street fighter classic logos I do feel like there's a time and place. If that logo, if Street Fighter was a brand new game to come out now and they use that font, you would go, that is a budget game. Yeah. It's like if if a game releases that in that Street Fighter font now, it's in your mind, you're thinking of a side scroller or a mobile game. Yeah. An eight bit game. Because the only games that use that style now are games that want to throw back. Yeah. And I understand, I get what what they're doing by trying to go more modern. That Street Fighter Six logo on screen is terrible. It is. It is. No one can convince me different. Mm-hmm. That is terrible. Um however, they've realized it's terrible. They've it looks like they've ditched off the S and the F and then the stuck on six and then yeah. gone, which looks like it's one of those email notifications. You've yeah. got six on red messages uh, and then put the six in the hexagon and then put the Street Fighter over it. The way they've done that definitely looks better. They've clearly gone, oh, well, we've, we're kind of stuck to this now, so we'll have to improve what we've done. Um, so I, I do feel like they have improved on what they showed previously. It will never be as good as the Street Fighter yeah. Five logo sort of font set for me. But... Yeah, there's I, definitely I, a time and a place. Yeah, I I, I, under, I do understand why they've gone for it. It's difficult. It's difficult because do I want them to make a game for me? Yes. Do I want the Street Fighter font? Yes. Will that sort them out as a business forever? Mm-hmm. No, not really. That's what I mean. Like we were we were lapsed fans. We were fans that was buying the game. I haven't bought a Street Fighter game since Street Fighter Four. So they need to bring a new audience in. And how do they do that? They make things a little bit more modern. Will a 12, 13-year-old kid want to buy a Street Fighter game with that logo on? They'll think it looks shit. Yeah. They they haven't seen Brandon like that forever, unless it's something that a dad's, uh, their dad's T-shirt was probably wearing something with Street Fighter on. Search for Thor. Uh, what, what's the new one called? Thor? Is it Ragnarok, the new one? No, that's the old one. Oh, Love and Thunder or something yeah. like that. Thor. There you go. So you do have this as as a counter argument. Um, so if I put Ooh. nice and tiny, uh, yeah, nice that big old. 
Might not be official, but you get the idea. It's, it's on DeviantArt, so I don't know if it is actually the official one or not, but we'll put it on. Uh, this one is the Thor Love and Thunder image. So they've gone full-on retro, mm. leaning into that VCR vibe. Um, so Cyberpunk has that exact... Where well, it says Love and Thunder, that is their exact font, pretty much. Which... I, the thing is, though, is that is that style, but it's it's kind of postmodern. It's mm. like... It's, it's, that, it's a full-on nod to the old style, but... High def, mm -hmm. full on, clean, pristine, clean lines, no fuzziness, no blurriness. It's it's they've remade the eighties style with twenty twenties, yeah, like technology. Uh, and Street Fighter could have done that for me. I, I probably would have preferred if Street Fighter had full on remade their logo with modern tech. But do you know what? It's not the end of the world because I wasn't like I said. I've not bought a Street Fighter game. I've not played one for nearly a decade. Yeah. So I'm clearly not the person that they wanted to approach with that. Um, uh, isn't it an improvement over the last one? Remember David Fish kicking off uh, over the last one. Do you mean when, when? Do you mean the last Street Fighter logo or the last showing of the Street six, Fighter Six the one? Because yeah, I agree with that one. The last one, like the first showing of the Street Fighter Six branding, was shit. We kicked mm -hmm. off over it as well. We were showing all those MG memes and stuff. Um, definitely, I get what they're going for, but to me, it's like taking Michael Myers and putting him in a Teletubbies mask instead of a white mask. It's not Michael Myers. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But that, that's the thing, though. Is is like some people I mean I'll stick with the analogy even though it's a bit extreme but some people what might there might be more people that want to watch Teletubbies these days than Michael Myers and that's where they're stuck as the business but yeah I get, I get what you, you you get it I get it we get it we understand it might not be what we want but we understand uh, that's the one I was thinking this, the uh, Street Fighter 6 one looks like Microsoft Word exactly yeah garbage uh, oh yeah that's good that's a good kind of comparison um I mean, just keep that as it is. Just yeah. Uh, so this one is Streets of Rage logos, just a Google uh, Google search. So you can see the second one in, Streets of Rage, uh, and then the third one in, Streets of Rage. That's like, you can see how the third one in particular, I know that's a deviant art, so it might not be legit, um, but you can see that sort of like purpley background on it. Uh, then there's the thin fonts on the S and the T and so on, and it's a bit speckly and so on. That has... That's what I'm saying when I say modify, uh, mod modernizing a logo. That speckly purple, mm -hmm. see how that's not on the Streets of Rage 4 logo? Mm -hmm. Because that's not a modern art style. Get yeah. rid of that shit. Get rid of the thin letters and make them a bit thicker. Yeah, that's just put like, ba uh, that's just put like background, oh, what's it called? Uh, outer glow. It's just yeah. put like an outer glow, but a shadow, a full on thick stroke as well. Yeah, okay. yeah. So any one of those uh, art styles, they so just give it, an outline that's Look, fi that's filled in the space. Yeah, genuinely a world away from each other. So this is obviously the original one, uh, one from Deviant, uh, shall we say? And then this is a more modern one, Streets of Rage Four. It looks infinitely better. It's a whole, uh, for me. It seems like if it, I've, I would genuinely think that that was the original logo. If I didn't see the original yeah. logo, if way it's not, back if when. it's not side by side, you're like, yeah. well, that's, it's, you forget that the original one was rough and jagged yeah. and stuff because modern art style doesn't have the rough jagged. And I feel that's what street for me. That's where I would have liked to have seen Street Fighter gone. Okay, let's go for 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 back then. But right now, yeah. rather than let's just go for right now and forget what happened back then, because you are losing your identity for me. I, mean, I think we all agree with that anyway. I mean, I, I, like I say, I do understand, completely get what they were going for. Uh, it looks it looks better now with what, what they uh, have included in that trailer. It's, it'll never look as good for me, but I get it, I get it. Um, 
For the Thundercat. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, morning, Archers. Good morning, AG Superhero. How are we doing, dude? Morning, mate. Um, nice and small and tiny. That's what she said. <laughs> Standard. <laughs> At least they tried to make it look like a stop sign, so it's related to the street bit in Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. GG's. Uh, Teletubbies fans can get fucked. <laughs> uh, Clippy popped up. It looks like you're trying to make a logo. <laughs> <laughs> the Street Fighter Six logo is looking at the Rainbow Six Siege and COD logo styles. Yeah, exactly. It particularly, it's, it's the eSports vibe. Mm. That's where it stands out for me. They've clearly looked at, okay, we want to do Street Fighter eSports. And when you get to eSports, if you just have Street Fighter next to it, on its own, it's fine. As soon as you need to put a tournament name next to it, or you've got a Street Fighter classic berlin yeah. or whatever then it's like okay well we can't really make that font because it doesn't exist as a font style because it's bespoke logo yeah. so and it so well, the old street fighter sign looks like one that would go across your chest whereas the new logo looks like one that would go as the the, the competition but yeah the badge that's yeah. obviously what they're trying they're trying to make the branding look emblems versus logos exactly yeah exactly street fighter 6 logo is looking at oh, no, i've done that uh, corporate asks you to, uh, to identify the differences between these Streets of Rage logos. <laughs> They're the same logo. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, okay. We will. Do you know what? We're actually going to miss out a FIFA at a conversation because time wise, we've been live for quite a while. Uh, we're over time now. So we're going to miss out a FIFA lo- uh, conversation because they never go quick. It, I will tell you what it is, just in case you do want to join us uh, for, for the discussion tomorrow, but it's from Vaspanda Stewart, and it says, multiple child advocacy... Yeah, it's easy for you to say. Yes. <laughs> multiple <laughs> child advocacy groups have requested the FTC to investigate EA's loot boxes. That's the story that we are not going to cover today. We will shelve that one and move that one to tomorrow. We do like to come back to this article because it's a very ever-present article in gaming, particularly the games that we play, um, so it naturally gets a, a passionate response. So if you do want to have a, that chat with us, do join tomorrow for now though we will jump into Bibby's in tears with Mm -hmm. sonic frontiers Uh, this is written by ed nightingale at eurogamer and it says fans call for sega to delay sonic frontiers soulless uh gameplay uh, after soulless gameplay has been unveiled let me just put us back on the screen because we were over (laughs) yeah we're back in um sonic boom or bust uh, the hashtag uh, Delay Sonic Frontiers has been trending following the game's first gameplay reveal. First unveiled at the end of last year, fans have been desperate to see gameplay of Sonic Frontiers ever since. Two videos have now been released exclusively to IGN, showcasing the game's open-world design and its com- uh, combat. But so far, fans are unhappy with the direction of the game, and just as with Sonic's redesign for the film series, are calling for a delay. The first video shows off traversal and the open world, with Sonic speeding across a Verdan Island, uh, climbing monoliths and solving puzzles. The second video is focused on combat as Sonic spin jumps and kicks robotic enemies in flashy animations. The wide open areas certainly allow Sonic to pick up some speed running across water and up walls, but it does feel a little odd, a little odd to see a blue hedgehog running around such a realistic world. Although that is exactly what the films manage. The world does also seem a little empty, at least in this slice of footage. Yet, from the reaction of fans online, it's been uh, it has uh, yet the reaction from fans online has been extreme as many demand a delay. The most common concerns include stiff animations, a lack of momentum, and a world that doesn't feel like Sonic without hills, loops, and ramps. A number of comments also claim the game looks like an unreal fan-made tech demo uh you can't convince me this isn't a glorified tech demo it's so soulless reads a comment on the combat video my biggest gripe with this showcase 
is easily the animations, reads another. Sonic just looks way too stiff and unnatural. It's especially evident when he runs around the enemies. He just stares forward soullessly as if nothing is happening. Making Sonic appear smoother and interactive with his surroundings would definitely give this game more charm. Uh, end quote. Over on Twitter, the sentiment is, over, uh, sentiment is overwhelmingly negative. Um... I can't actually see the, the image in mine, but I can see it on Bibby's, but I do have the text. This looks like ass. Stiff and clunky as fuck. This is boom levels of incomplete. This is embarrassing. How is Sonic t uh, team this incompetent? Why did they feel this was ready to show off? It looks like a tech demo or a fan game. Uh, do you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll leave the other bits uh, and just say this bit there. The Ferrar... Uh, the Fur uh, how'd you... I, was, I never really know, because I've heard it pronounced... Is it fu furor? Furore? Furore. That people are pissed off, and that's testament to the passion of the Sonic fan base and its power with the film character redesign, as well as years of disappointing 3D Sonic games. Many fans were hoping Sonic Frontiers would be the next-gen Sonic experience. However, Sven Jocelyn, founder of the fan site Sonic Stadium and global publishing director at IGN, believes the game won't be delayed. Hashtag delay Sonic Frontiers won't work because for me, main concern is about its entire concept and gameplay approach. A delay to kill bugs and add content isn't going to address that, he wrote on Twitter. In a thread, he does still admit it's just not the Sonic game I was hoping for in 2022. Okay. Sonic Frontiers? It's going to all end in tears. Um, I don't think this particular looks great. I think it. the world looks as barren as what legends arceus was it looks like it needs more trees it looks like it needs more environment it looks like it needs a lot more than what is currently on show and it's it is a shame i do i think that they will eventually get there and it will be a decent enough game again it all comes down to timings do i think it will be this year probably not i mean i don't think that i don't know if they're going to shit themselves closer to the time like, if your entire fan base doesn't want this game to come out and it needs changing, then I don't think that this is going to get them to buy it. It would be quite funny for me if they don't... If, if the entire fan base shits themselves and they don't change it. Because you look at what happened with the Sonic movie, which is possibly one of the best video game movies ever. We got weird, scary hedgehog rat mm -hmm. uh, and then they went back to the drawing board, fixed it, and produced something phenomenal that worked really, really well. Um... If Hollywood, which is often criticised for not doing video games justice, could go back and do video games justice, but video games can't do video games justice, <laughs> then that is fucking what? Yeah. <laughs> at, at this point, though, where are they at with it? Like, can they still go around and design all the stuff in the level? Are they, they, they adding the, the, the polish to it now, which could mean anything? Like, the level design is obviously the most important thing to a Sonic game. That's the reason why Sonic Mania was such a raving success because they got people who were so passionate about Sonic to create levels for that game. And then it ended up being one of the best Sonic games that's come out for years. Like what's happening with this now is a step in the in, in the wrong direction. Like they've managed to pull everyone back into it again. I think everyone keeps on saying that they want Sonic Adventure 2. That's the game that they want to come out now. But instead we're getting this Breath of the Wild clone with no environments, lackluster level designs, lackluster enemy designs like there's so much that is currently wrong with this game at this moment in time it would be dangerous for them to be able to release it even in a state in six months time i do think that they need to go back to the drawing board and go actually we probably missed the mark with this one we'll look at holiday 2023 it's a long delay 
but at least people you're giving your people who would would want to buy this Sonic game a chance to go, do you know what? You've done enough now for me to actually warrant spending the 50 quid on this game because the current state ain't spending nothing. This game will will, de- it will be dead on arrival. See, I do feel sorry for the uh, for the devs a little bit, but I also don't. In the fact that, just like we were talking about Streets of Rage uh, or Street Fighter, um, you try to change something as time goes on, like Streets of Rage didn't. Streets of Rage stuck to Streets of Rage with Streets of Rage 4, and it was great. Mm-hmm. It was fucking badass yeah. for anyone that's a big fan of Streets of Rage. Yeah. Anyone that's not a fan of Streets of Rage, it didn't really make a ripple beyond that. It, it had a splash, but then the ripple stopped very, yeah. very quickly. Um, if you take a game that was made 20, year, uh, 20 years ago and update it, completely change the mechanics and make it in something that can uh, work in a modern world, a full-on reboot mm-hmm. kind of thing, yeah? um, and not that Sonic necessarily needs a full reboot in that sort of sense, but that's kind of what they're going for. They're trying to give it some of the real-worldy stuff. And it's, it's comments that I can hear and I can see, and I was a massive Sonic fan as a kid growing up, um, but the comments of the, yeah, if there's none of those like hoops for him to go around kind of thing, yeah, which fucking all over green hill zone and every other zone um then it's not sonic at all and i get that it's just like i feel like it they need to be in there but not all the time Mm -hmm. you don't need to have loop followed by loop followed by up and down a bit go down a slope and then have another kind of thing just have some some things like that dotted around everywhere definitely in your trailer to give people (laughs) a vibe uh but then you have your 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 3d real worldy modern sort of environments and i think that's where it kind of needs to be it needs um some of the some of the nods to the old like talking about top gun maverick the other day it has a lot of nods to what it did previously but it's a really good film really good film um because it isn't weighted down by its past uh, in that sort of sense and i feel like a lot of sonic fans and a lot a lot of passionate fans of anything want the past of something to weigh it down yeah. so that it can progress into its own future which which i understand that said they did miss the trick there quite clearly yeah. it feels like there's been one glaringly obvious question that's not been ha- been asked in this room not in our room um one second uh, the remote's over there. That might, that TV will go off in a second. I'll go and sort it out. But there's one question that's glaringly not been asked in this game's development. What makes Sonic great? Yeah. What makes a Sonic game and an environment great? And Do you know what makes Sonic great? Releasing it and then people buy it. <laughs> exactly. And then shitloads of money. Exactly. Um, jump in the comments. Weird, scary, hedgehog, rat is still a success, by the way. Um, I did know that. I did not, I've not seen Chip and Dale, but I did know that he, he features in it. Uh, Spike says, if you've not seen Chip and Dale, the movie... Uh, Chippendale the movie his name is Ugly Sonic and he's getting his own FBI show <laughs> apparently it's meant to be really good that yeah, Chippendale I, I haven't seen that. it yet I, I think West was talking about it in his stream a couple of weeks ago or last week <laughs> or something and like I just ignored it because massive Chippendale fan growing up massive massive Sonic Hedgehog fan growing up so I was like don't want, don't want to know because I know that at, at that point in time I still had what was I watching Summit, I've just finished watching Summit. Then we've gone through all three seasons of Stranger Things and started season mm-hmm. four. Um, then after that, we've got The Boys, uh, plus multiple yeah. things. So, so, and we've not even started watching Obi-Wan yet. So we've got that to watch. So Chip and Dale so is down the pecking order of things to be watched. So yeah, it's up there. Um, uh, where do we get to? It features Chip and Dale. It does. Uh, Weird Scary Sonic was a publicity thing anyway. Do you know what? I did wonder that. I always thought that. I mean, but if it was, then whoever made that publicity stunt is an absolute bloody genius. I won't name names, but someone I know who has good links 
to uh, Sega um, basically says, no. Yeah, that's, <laughs> no. Far, that's far too genius for no. them. Not giving them enough I credit. I mean, for me, it would be perfect if it was. Just like fucking, so someone could just think that far ahead. GG's. No. Well, imagine the time and effort that would have gone to put ugly Sonic into the trailers and stuff. Like, uh, to be fair, the Sonic Frontier Sonic is still jarring for me because I do feel like his porcupines are way too long. I don't like that. I think Sonic X, there was like touching his ass that was that long. It, that doesn't do anything for me. The, 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 the best Sonic is... The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, the one that was on that Channel 4 at fucking 6 o'clock in the morning, and they are on YouTube. Like I, 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 That's what I'm teaching my boy. Me and the boy, as I'm feeding him, are watching The Adventures of Sonic nice. the Hedgehog. And I think me and David watched pretty much every Sonic the Hedgehog TV series there was, whether they were good or bad growing up. There was multiple, like, different versions and it used to forgetting how good the animation the thing that annoyed me was the fact that Sonic's voice and therefore his whole style would change like sometimes I'm like yeah I'm Sonic yeah. and then the next time I'm like yeah I'm Sonic it's like what the fuck <laughs> yeah. <the> Mickey Mouse <laughs> oh boy it's cool <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> uh, okay uh, uh, Street Switch 4 is amazing it is it, it is, is. Yeah. we played through it, it it's fucking badass we played badass. through it didn't we yeah. it's an amazing game didn't we play through it twice? We, I, I feel like we did it and then went back and did something else. Because we, yeah, we used two different characters, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, if it was, it was good marketing. It was perfect. Uh, easily my top ten movies. What, Sonic the Hedgehog uh, or Chip and Dale? Which one? It's really, really good. Sonic, Sonic 2 is not the best. I, I've not seen it, but I've heard, you're the only person I've heard say bad things about it. Yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't, I thought they tried to do more of the first, which would have been great, but I feel like a lot of the stuff just did. Me, personally, I don't think it landed. I, I, I love Idris Elba. I don't think he was a great Knuckles. Uh, yeah, I love Idris Elba. Yeah, it's, 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 I, can, I, can, I can see where you're coming from because I don't really like him as Shia Khan either. Uh, in the Jungle Book, mm. yeah, he was. He's, he's, got, he's an actor, deep, bad badass yeah. voice, but it's a different. Like I feel like he's got a naturally fierce voice. Yeah. Whereas someone that's doing Shia Khan, you need to be more like fucking Scar. You need to have more of the snarls and the and and Idris Elba. When when you've got someone that's badass going, yeah. it's like, why are you doing that? You're already uh, fucking scary. What is this? So yeah, yeah. I'm not. I've seen it, so I don't know. Um, Graham loved the Chippendales growing up. That's not true. Graham still loves the Chippendales. Actually, <laughs> there you go. Uh, Chippendale was my thing as a kid. Uh, that film as a uh, big hit for me. Sometimes some crimes go slipping through the cracks, I but these two. <laughs> Shoes. Sit yourself. We're going to be here for the next fifteen minutes. I'm okay, that's fine. Up the slack, there's no case. To- okay, we'll stop there. Uh, uh, I wouldn't have taken uh, long to get weird. So- uh, it wouldn't have taken long to get weird Sonic in the trailers. It would have taken me ten minutes to design and create that. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, that's the, that's the thing. Like at the same time, if they've got both sprites modeled and developed, it's effectively just swapping out one three D model for another. Um, the only thing is, is that does become expensive if you've got Hollywood level graphics teams that have fully modeled and done a 3D uh, thing. You've gone through all the levels of processing yeah. and, and getting everyone to sign off with the way Sonic looks, then putting it together, then uh, rendering, finishing out the trailer and then spreading it worldwide. And then someone's gone, actually, we need to change that in everything. <laughs> uh, then that becomes a mega expensive uh, thing there, which I don't know whether... Like, I, I haven't... So I have spoke to people and they have said that, that it wasn't intentional um but then again you bloody knows take that with a pinch that that's not uh on the bible um swap the polys swap swap the polys 
Y'all can't swap with the police. <laughs> it would be too risky as a publicist on the amount of people who would have turned off thinking they don't give a shit anymore. And that's the thing. The, the, to actually sacrifice your brand integrity for five minutes. Give a fucking Sonic t- human teeth. Like, it's scary as fuck. That's just, again, that's just not reading the room, is it? No. Just looking at, what the fuck is that? That's that. That is not Sonic. Like the Bibby's porcupine thing. That's that's one thing. But giving him human teeth. Sonic. Sonic. <laughs> so yeah. No. No. I mean, it, and that's why I, I I want to believe it's real because if it is, that is. I I think I know a, a, a few things about marketing, but that is beyond my comprehension. <laughs> Like the idea of sacrificing your brand, and I said for five minutes, it was weeks. Yeah. They came yeah. back and they said, in, they came back instantly and said, okay, this is shit. We know we're going to go back and, and have a look. And then they took weeks, which is then what makes me feel that maybe it wasn't meant to be yeah. because they'd have come out the next day and gone, we've redone it. Yeah. Which it doesn't get done that quickly. Um, so the fact that it took weeks to get it redone and then came joke. back. Yeah. So if that, if that was legit, then. Yeah. Uh, Samantha has. Not really any kind of affinity with Sonic, apart from through me, center it. She just put, oh no. <laughs> like, like, like someone who hasn't really got that much interest in Sonic and you see it, he goes, oh no. And you're probably not catering to the large majority of an audience. <laughs> Uh, I remember in my animation degree, uh, booking out the animation basement to render farm uh, my animation 15 PCs for three days. Oof. Are you doing mining Bitcoin? <laughs> You're wobbling your leg and that camera is going yeah, everywhere. I am wobbling my leg. <laughs> uh, plus, they had to reshoot scenes with James Masters because the new model was taller, so his eyeline was off. Ah, ah. There you go. There you go. Facts. There you go. Uh, speaking of facts, I've got a fact for you. Fact, we're done. Fantastic. Well done. So we are going to disappear. We appreciate everyone that has dropped in uh, for the whole scoop today. Thank you very much. If you missed it, the stories that we went through are that Battlefield 2042 might be great today. Might not be. Diablo Immortals team have come back with the uh, claims that the microtransaction stuff that we covered yesterday was misinformation, although they didn't fully box that off for me. Uh, Capcom will have its own showcase next week. Uh, And then finally, uh, Sonic Frontiers is leaving Bibby in tears because it's not (coughs) so great. It's not so great now. At least that's not the way it looks. We will keep you posted uh, on that and see how it develops or not as we get updates. But for now, though, we are going to disappear. Or so they say. Exactly. Oh, so they say. Uh, Surely makeup makeup artists uh, sort of eyeliner. Yeah, they managed to sort out What's-His-Face's moustache, Superman in Mission Impossible. That didn't look weird as fuck at all, did it? (laughs) Oh, wait, no, it did. No, it did. Uh, Yeah, we're going to disappear. We are going to drop a raid on someone, so stick around. Uh, Do feel free as we help support one of our friends and give you a few extra sprinkles that you can spend on the channel Mm -hmm. uh, whilst we're here. Before we go, I want to remind you as well. So, obviously, we started the show by telling you who's won the loot drop. I was supposed to uh, also tell you that we have a subathon this weekend. So, we are going to be in this room for up to... 24 hours not necessarily just this specific room because we'll need to pee and someone might have to go out and get some sort of supply runs or something like that but whatever we're going to be in the studio for at least 12 10 a.m until 10 p.m obviously ish 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 uh, with an optional 12 hours to be added from subs through the stream we have a sub goal of if we hit 300 subs we will have a community event um 
in August in the studio. We'll invite people to come into the studio. Uh, we'll put food and drinks and stuff on uh, if we hit 300. We'll have stretch goals to help improve the quality of that event. If we hit if we hit a whopping 107 subs, Bibby will shave his head, is what we said, we agreed to earlier on. Uh, absolute light bulb. Full, no, okay, no, don't forget 2,000 subs. 2,000 subs, thank God. Um, so, yeah, do feel free to join us from 10 a.m. till 10 p.m. this weekend. We'll be playing uh, some PUBG. We'll be playing some... FIFA, we'll be playing some Fortnite, we'll be playing some games that you want us to play, we'll be playing some games with you as well, most likely. Uh, Masters of the League might even be returning. Yeah. Ooh. I need to get on and start creating players for that, I think. Ooh. That's going to be a job and a half, isn't it? So, yeah, not guaranteed on that one, uh, but the plan is for us to play, uh, to, ha to return for one night only to Masters of the League. If you don't know what that is, we basically our club managers and we've got all sorts of green screen magic and stuff we might not have it to the full scale because there's a lot of things that need to be plumbed in before that happens but but in some way shape or form we'll have some masters of the league content hopefully yeah. for you this saturday as well so do feel free to join us for that before any of that happens though yes uh 1000 subs and i wax gray's back sack and crack live on stream so, there's go. a lot of people that are that are, that are vying to wax your ass i think i think it's just west oh it's just west it's just west <laughs> <laughs> Last time he came up, what did you two get up to? Well, that's why he's not been back since. <laughs> Sorry, West, I'm busy. Oh, God. So sitting down with a bit of a wince. Uh, so, yes, before we disappear, is there yes. anything you'd like to add, Mr. Bibb? Again, thank you very much to each and every one of you that have joined us for today's episode of The Scoop. If you want to help shape tomorrow's show, there is two ways that you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. It is at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms or alternatively, get involved with our Discord. If you're watching this on any of our on-demand services, go into the description below. All the links that you require will be listed there below but all we need from you is url plus your false impressions we will then give you our false impressions on the very next show which will be at what time tomorrow mr graham day 10 a m ish ish, ish. ish. but you know what we don't have to use these in the scoops i'm going to use one now but for now it is <laughs> That could uh, be well loud. I'm not sure how loud that is, but if we just apologies. definitely do it, then do you know what? You're awake. Just in time to go into someone else's stream. So stick around while we drop a raid on one of our friends. Do we know who we're in? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at White Ninja Soph. Oof, okay, we're gonna raid Soph. Stick around for the raid. Do feel free to say hello to Soph. And hopefully we will see you for the subathon this weekend. And for my PUBG stream tomorrow. I'm gonna be streaming tomorrow night, so we'll see you for that. But before then, 10 a.m. ish back here, as Bibi said. Until next time. Stay frosty. Yeah.